Well now, hello there, and welcome to another Friday edition of My Five Cents Scotch and Talk. <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you all got a drink in your hand ready to talk about some stuff today. Today's drink of choice is McKellen's um, Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. I don't remember when I bought this bottle, but it is unopened. So you should feel very special that today we are going to open this bottle fresh. So we're going to go ahead and remove... Oh, and it's corked. Yes. I have this new theory now where I'm only going to be buying bottles of whiskey uh, that are corked. I will not buy any more uh, whiskey, scotch, whatever that's not corked has to be corked for me and why i can actually taste <clears throat> a bit of a difference so i don't know if that's just me or if that's how fun say things should go but uh we're gonna go ahead and start opening this bottle oh oh baby oh oh <laughs> oh that smells absolutely fantastic i've never heard of mckellen's <clears throat> for every whiskey enthusiast is probably screaming at me right now. How come we haven't heard of it? <clears throat> Few whiskeys invoke a sense of place better than this tangy single malt. Uh, hailing from an island reserved by whiskey lovers the world over, McKellen's Islay, I guess that's that, Islay, uh, single malt scotch whiskey is a hearty, full-bodied uh, dram with a strong hit of peat. What the fuck is Pete? P-E-A-T. Right, who cares? Let's drink it. <laughs> Boy, I hope you got your volume up with that one because that was a nice pour. Mm. It smells divine too, by the way. I've never tried this before, so I'm very, very excited. <clears throat> I hope everyone's uh, Canada Day was well. And I hope you gave a minute or two of silence to the indigenous issue that we are having. It's very disgusting. Uh, please don't think that because I celebrated Canada Day, I didn't think about what happened to the indigenous families and to what happened. So please don't think that. Um, well, very happy. What happened to them was very disgusting. It should have never happened in the first place, obviously. And so on and so forth. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's get on drinking. And then I'll tell you what I'm going to talk about today. Oh my god. Ooh, that is a mm, that is has a very big hint of peat. <laughs> That's delicious. Oh my god. That might be a little dangerous. I might have more than one glass today. So today I'm gonna treat y'all to oh sorry if that was noisy. I was moving my microphone. Today I'm gonna treat y'all to some retail stories manager edition. <laughs> I've been successfully a manager of three different um, stores and companies, and I feel like I got some uh, some a little bit of experience to throw your way, but not so much experience as opposed to stories, because working in retail in the service industry, if ever you know anyone that works it, we got some material for you to talk about the latest Karens, the latest Kevins, that's the male version of Karens. Just in case, if you haven't known that, that's the male version is they're called Kevin's, which is kind of ridiculous. Poor people named Kevin, <laughs> I tell you. Uh, all right, let's start off with 
uh, my first manager job that I ever received when I was younger was the manager of a Benex. Uh, if anyone remembers Benex and Company, it was a um, kitchen and a, a kitchen and appliance, not appliances, but like, um, oh, for goodness sake, it was kitchen and accessories to kitchens like uh, 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 plates, um, bowls, napkins, and just shit that goes together I, I i didn't know what the fuck a charger plate was but apparently there's something called a charger plate that goes underneath the plate i don't know i'm not fancy like that just give me the fucking food on a paper plate what the hell do i care hell if i if i had an iron tongue i'd say we just just pour the damn food in my mouth forget the whole bowl process but anyway i digress so i first got that job many years ago and well actually it's so funny because in the job description and what my district manager told me was it's called a quote-unquote team lead what the fuck is a team lead nothing it's just a under glorified title of being a manager basically where they'll give you all the power and all the responsibility but not the goddamn title which is so fucking stupid if you're a, if you can tell so and so to go to the bathroom and mop the shit up on the floor you got to have some form of manager title to your name am i right or am i wrong <clears throat> but i digress once again let's have a sweep so yeah, my first my first manager position was um, a team lead at Benix. Um, it wasn't a, it was pretty fun. I did command a team of five six people. Uh, one of them was like three times my age at that time, and I'm like, um, why are you taking orders from like a fucking twenty one year old? You got nothing better to do with your life, like Jesus Christ. <clears throat> but I digress. I don't make fun to each their own. Basically, the only funny stories I really have with that job was. I had this amazing white blazer <laughs> and this really, really nice black button-up shirt. And I would come to work in this – and it was like a fancy blazer, sort of like a cowboy blazer in a way, just not without like the, the frillies and the tassels. Oh, I look so stupid now that I, I'm re-picturing the picture in my head of what I look like. <laughs> I look like such an idiot. I'm sorry. So basically I, I rocked a nice uh, – you know. Black dress pants, black shirt, white jacket. Thinking I was so cool. Walking in on a Saturday. What's up? About to sell some kitchen shit you don't need. But anyway. Oh, that was a great. Uh, so one big, big, big story I got from that company was I had, we had a policy where we didn't do refunds. Uh, doesn't matter what you bought. Doesn't matter if it's brand new or anything. We just simply didn't do refunds. So once you bought it, you got it. You know what I mean? So our company didn't do refunds, and I've dealt with my handful of customers with my pre-existing job um, where we don't do refunds. So I had a Karen who wanted to return a $500 pots and pans set. And we asked, why are you returning it? And she said, well, the food's stuck. And I said, oh, are you cooking on high? She said, yes, absolutely. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't fucking cook on high, number one. It tells you that on the box. And two, they were the special type of pans that you needed to season, <clears throat> i.e. there were some of them were stainless steel and some of them were a cast iron. Now, if anyone's ever used a cast iron, oh, my God, a crinkly ass desk, crinkly, crink, excuse me, desk, I'm telling a story. Can you kindly fuck off? Sorry about that. Um, uh, where was I going? Yeah, so she burnt and I had to open the box because you have to inspect them. Oh, my God. And I'm like, did you not use like oil? Oh, you're not supposed to use oil. You always use oil. Listen, I don't care if you're a five-star goddamn chef. You always use oil or butter. I don't care what fucking company makes the pan. 
of any kind, you always have to use butter and oil or oil. Like you can't just throw the meat on and expect it not to stick. Okay. Unless you cook it on like super duper low and maybe you get a little sizzle, but like seriously. So anyway, she did, she didn't, she didn't understand that because she also didn't read the instructions. The instructions say you got to cook on low or medium to low and you got to season the pan and blah, 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 blah. So she was really pissed off. Where I'm going with the story is that she demanded a refund. She also uh, wanted some form of compensation for burning her food, which was fucking hilarious. Like, so do you want me to cook your burger? It was so weird. But she got so mad that we didn't give her the money back. She legit called the police on me. Now, I don't know if you remember from my first episode telling you all about retail stories, but that was actually the second time someone had called the cops on me for not refunding their money. The first time actually legit scared me where they almost scared me into giving me their money back, giving them their money back. But the second time I was like, ma'am, listen and listen to me. Well, please listen. If you call the police about a non-emergency situation, like me not refunding money to you, you will be in trouble. Like how, how, how much can, when you hear someone say that to you, you think you just take a step back and listen. Like I offered store credit. I offered straight exchange for something else. Nah, bitch wanted her money back. So. Oh my goodness. That's so good. Uh, so that was one of the biggest um, stories I had out of Benix. There's some other ones, but they're, Really not worth any satire of any kind. So, okay, this desk is now pissing me off. I hope you're not hearing that squeaking, that quickly crackling. Anyway, so being a manager of a retail store comes with a lot of challenges that a lot of people just don't seem to understand. And one of the biggest responsibilities is dumb ass employees. Seriously. I've been a professional manager for probably five, six, seven, eight, probably the last eight years of my life. And let me fucking tell you, I have hired some stupid ass motherfuckers where you look at them and you're like, how have you survived this fucking long without dying? <laughs> like, seriously, how, how, how? And a lot of things, like I heard this this expression once saying that common sense is so rare now, it's considered a superpower. And I truly fucking believe that. I think people who have common sense are now considered superheroes in my eyes. Because like, holy shit, really? Are you really that dumb? Are you really calling me for such a stupid ass motherfucking reason? For instance, I hired this one uh, <clears throat> one employee. She was um, She rocked the interview. Her resume was probably one of the best amateur resumes i've ever seen not a professional resume where you have to pay and not a professional resume where you had to pay for the uh the, the um, oh what do you call that stupid thing the template not 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 like that kind of stuff but i guess she made it on her own or maybe she had some help from a friend because it looked really good and boy did she bullshit on that resume because she was like 20 21 i think when i hired her and she fucked up on some of the dates. I'm like, if you're 21, you're showing some dates that like you worked at when you were 12 years old. So you're kind of screwed up there. But whatever. I look past that. I don't judge. Everyone wants a job. So basically, I hired her and she rocked the interview. I don't know who the hell I took the interview with because the person that showed up on the first day was not the person I interviewed. I can guarantee fucking to you that because, oh, my God, she was so 
So, so, so stupid. And if any of you motherfuckers are thinking, oh, it's just a she, I've hired some dumb motherfucking men too. So don't don't be playing that sexist card, okay? I, I One's coming up, the most recent one. <clears throat> so she was she was literally asking the stupidest questions like, so when we take the cash, where do we give them the change? And this was pre-COVID, mind you, pre-COVID. And I thought, what do you mean? She's like, well, do we put it in their hand or do we just put it on the cash? You can't see my facial expression, but this is what I'm giving them. Like, really? Did you seriously just ask me that fucking question? So anyway, in the end, I, I did end up uh, firing her because she was not because she was a dumbass, but because she legit screwed me over with with shifts. And she called she called me on a day that I had off when it was the day after inventory. I had the morning off. She called me about 15 times between 830 and 930. And I thought the store had fucking burned down. I called her back. She missed the call the first time. Called her back again. Is everything okay? What's up? What's up? What's up? She's like, I forgot my keys. And I'm like very hungover. And I'm like, okay. That that was, that was, <clears throat> I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. And if you've listened to my sports fucking podcast, I hate sports and I don't play baseball anymore. So I ain't doing this three strikes bullshit. She had one big strike in the beginning, one big strike in the end, in the, in the middle. Now she's on her third strike. She's fucking out. Okay. So I pretty much, I said, uh, um, I said, that's it. I'm done. I came in. I said, uh, so-and-so, you're done. I'm sorry. This is your last shift. I'm going to pay you for three hours. Fuck off. Go away. Please do not come back. And she was just sort of like, what? It, it, it was ridiculous. But anyway, I digress. So I've had many, many employees in the past who would just all of a sudden use the excuse, oh, I'm sick. Oh, really? I'm sorry that you're sick, but it's a Saturday. Get your ass in. Like, seriously, you have the sniffles? Get your ass in. Pre-COVID, of course. Pre-COVID, people. Pre-COVID. <laughs> uh, my latest employee I hired uh, last week, and he was started on the Monday and Tuesday. And as you know, the entire province went into stage two on the Wednesday to reopen. So I thought I'm going to get ahead of this and pre-train somebody before. And um, pre and training consists of two four-hour shifts. So I got him going uh, the each day, like uh, four hours and four hours. And then he messages me <clears throat> at three or four in the morning on the Wednesday morning, the day that we reopened to the public, he messages me. Oh, hey, I'm just, I'm sorry to let you know, my feet have been very sore all night, so I'm going to have to quit. And as professional as I am, and as as professional as I always will be, there's nothing more than you want to do in your life at that moment than pick up the phone and say, you stupid motherfucker. Seriously. Pardon me, you fucked me over, and it really got, it really, really, really I didn't say that, obviously, because you want to be, you have to be professional. As a lot of people don't understand, when you're a manager, you you're the face of the company. You can't be all like "fuck you," "fuck this," "fuck that," and "fuck off." Like you can't. You just can't because that seems also very unprofessional when you tell a customer or an employee to fuck off. But I digress. So, yeah, he quit the day the day of when we were supposed to reopen. So I've only had one other employee, me and the other employee. So we've been rocking that fucking store the last couple of days. Cheers to her if she's listening to this. Good for you. Very proud of you. Um. Seriously, it's, it's so people just don't understand, especially with my company that I'm currently with. We're not like a Walmart where we have different departments with employees and we have like 25, 30, 40 employees in the store. 
I'm in a company where it's a small store in a mall and you have a maximum of like four employees. So like <laughs> I try to stress that a lot in my interviews. And that's another thing I want to touch on is interviews. The interview process is that I stress to my employees, we are a small company. We are a small family. I give everyone first dibs on booking weekends off because I know it's the summer or or holidays coming up. But you got to understand this is a business. This is a job. As fun as my job is because my job's pretty fucking fun. I don't know how many people you can tell uh, saying that your job is actually kind of fun. When you put away all the stresses of the job, my job is pretty fucking fun. You get to interact with great customers. You get to work with some pretty good staff if you can find some. And the mall that I work in, I got a lot of regulars. I got a lot of, uh, uh, I don't want to call them coworkers because they work in the mall as well, but I'm going to call them coworkers anyway. You, you get to interact with them. I got one who's listening right now who's probably my biggest fan. I know she's my biggest fan. And cheers to you. And, you know, it makes your 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 job that much more amazing when you have that connection with customers and uh, with with other employees. It's fun. It makes the job and the day go by fast. <laughs> so interviews. That's another that's actually probably my favorite favorite part of the job is doing interviews. My favorite interview I ever had was actually unfortunately with my old assistant manager uh, who left. He didn't want to come back because of COVID. Uh, she'd get very shit hours and blah, blah, blah. Long story short. Uh, her interview was pretty fun because she came in like half an hour early and I was actually super swamped and busy. And what she legit did was she put <clears throat> her, she said, do you mind if I, she said to me, do you mind if I put my bag in the back room? I said, it's kind of odd, but sure, no problem. You can go ahead and do that. And boom, she started coming up to every single customer. Can I help you find something? Were you looking for something? Can I help you find something? And I'm just like, well, fuck the interview. You're hired. Like I legit said to her, thank you so much for helping me with the customers. Because I was by myself. My other employee didn't start till I think like 2 or 2.30. And she got there at like 1.30. So that was really nice. And I'm just like... Yeah. I'm speechless because like I've never seen that, heard of that, or ever dealt with that. So I'm like, you're hired right off the bank. When can you start? I can't pay you for what you just did now, but like, you know, when can you start? So that was pretty fun. Um, she's no longer with the company, unfortunately. But anyway, I digress. <clears throat> Interviews are fun because I don't do the traditional sit down. So tell me about yourself. Okay, if you were in a situation where you dealt with a bad customer, what would you do? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are the size of your penis? I mean, so when you get into interviews, I I, 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 I like to have a conversation. I'll start it off with like, okay, my name is Samir. We've been with the company for X amount of years. This is a great interactive company because we do this and this. And this. We focus on customer, uh, customer appreciation or we focus on basically hands-on where I always, I always like to say, we're not your average brick and mortar store where a customer comes in and says, do you have this? Yeah. aisle five. Have a good day. Like when a customer comes in asking for a product, we say, of course we have that product. Here it is. It does this, that, and that, and this. Do you want it for this, that, and that, and this? Great. Perfect. It's on for that amount of dollars. Buy it now, you motherfucker. Minus that last part. That's pretty much what we do. And we make a lot of money. So this week has been such a stressful week. I've been finding myself fucking talking so fast. I guess when I was training my new uh, my new guy, he was standing there like, the hell did he just say? Because I don't catch myself talking fast until the bit sweep it around like, did you catch that? No. Neither did I. <laughs> I don't know what I said. Just blah, 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 blah. 
<laughs> so I like to have fun in my interviews and I honestly like to break the ice with like a joke or let them know that, Hey, this is just a conversation. And I show them actually a great way to break the ice is I show them, see all this list of questions. I fucking hate asking these questions. I don't say the F word, but I said, I really hate asking these questions. I just like to talk. You want to talk? Let's talk. Um, obviously all appropriate questions, believe me. Um, there's just a lot of things that, uh, that a lot of people just don't understand when it comes to, I mean, I mean, my biggest issue I would say is selecting the right person because I'm the type of manager that likes to give every single person the benefit of the doubt and every single person, at least a chance. I personally like hiring people who don't have experience in retail. Why? Cause you got to fucking start somewhere. And I like to be that kind of that start somewhere because I feel like the company I'm with now is a great start off company because you learn a lot and you deal with a lot of customers. You deal with a lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of equals, a lot of really fucking weirdos too. Oh my God. Anyway, that's for another, that's for another one. Uh, probably my first, Ooh, if I were to stick with the funniest story. Okay, I got the funniest story. I didn't write it down, but I got my funniest. So my funniest story I've ever had in my store was my old best friend manager. Uh, I, I kind of don't want to say his name, but he was the manager of the location that I was at now many years ago. And he was the type of guy that has no problem cursing, but like in a professional manner, of course. But like he has no problem saying what he has to say, say it was on his mind, blah, 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 blah. But he was the type of person where he made his pain hilarious. So whenever he would like hit his elbow, hurt his hand, stab his finger, blah, blah, blah. He would just go off in a cursing rampage regardless of who's around. Even if the queen of fucking England was walking through that door and he banged his foot or something like that, he would just start cursing up a storm. And and he says he told me it was just, just an impulse reaction like he can't control it. And I remember one time the store was just absolutely full of customers and he came around the corner and he stubbed his toe and he was wearing proper shoes, but he really hit that corner good. <laughs> and the fucking guy was just like, oh, son of a bitch, motherfucking cut asshole, cocksucking son of a bitch. <laughs> Actually, that's not the funniest moment, but that is the funniest moment that I've ever experienced with him. I, I couldn't help customers because my face was so red and I was legit crying from laughing so friggin' hard. And I, I just like, oh my God, I can't help these customers. They're kind of like waving their hands like a bunch of fucking idiots. And I'm just like, I can't help you. I'm laughing. He's in the back room now, like cursing more because he stubbed his toe pretty good. And I think actually from that day forward, he's had nothing but toe issues with that toe. <laughs> so it was so funny. And actually, the funniest story from his perspective with my store, and I'm speaking for him because he told me that's the funniest thing he's ever heard of or seen. He 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 told me this poem. No, no, sorry, it's not the poem. Sorry, I'm jumbling. What is in this fucking scotch? Goddamn strong! Oh my god, that's so good! I need to pour some more. Pardonnez-moi. Gonna have one more glass tonight. Got a lot of yard work tomorrow, so I don't feel like uh, being hungover. You know what I mean? So I discovered, uh, and we had speakers in the middle of the store 
connected to the computer and then you would just play the radio from the computer. So he was in the middle of the store, I think repricing or restocking at some point. And I learned the text to speech function on, on Microsoft windows computers. So I got the computer to say in a hilarious robotic voice, Hey Brent, uh, um, Hey, so-and-so you stupid cunt. You better get to fucking work before you fucking do this and that. And all I heard was like this just giant bellow of laughter. And then he disappeared. I'm like, uh Oh, where the fuck did he go? Did he die? He was legit on the floor on the phone with his wife laughing so hard. And I have video proof of this. If I could get allowance to, to post it, I would do it. But I had video proof of him laughing and laughing and laughing and he couldn't stop. The video went on for about four and a half minutes, but the, that was just from when we started recording because he was laughing a good eight, nine, ten minutes prior. And he's on the phone with his wife and his wife's on speaker like, what the hell is going on? And he couldn't talk. He couldn't communicate with his wife telling him that he's laughing so hard. And it was just something about what what the, what the computer said and how it said it was so funny. And I guess I must have just caught him off guard because there was obviously no customers in the store. I'd like to throw that out. There was no customers in the store because that would be very unprofessional. <laughs> Pardon me. Excuse me. It's very. I gotta stop burping on these fucking podcasts. <laughs> All right, throw me a like. Wait, no, Spotify doesn't do likes. You know what I mean. So anyway, that was that was really funny uh, when we were uh, talking about uh, when I was making them laugh. And sometimes when when I'm really down, I actually like to watch that video, and it's so funny. Uh, I miss that guy. He's not dead. I just really miss that guy. <laughs> he used to be the boss. He used to be the manager of the location I'm in now. And uh, he was a really nice guy. I really miss working with him. All right. So what the fuck else do I have written on this goddamn list that we were going to talk about? Oh, throwing stuff. So it's only happened to me twice. Once I was with somebody, once I was by myself, where a customer got so upset they didn't get their money back for the product. They threw the product at us, at me and us. The first time was a magic bullet, a stupid ass product, which I actually do love. If I still had one today, I'd really love it. She she threw the base at us, me and another <clears throat> me and another manager. She was the manager, I wasn't. I was just uh, some part timer at that time. Uh, customer got so upset that they they legit threw the product, the base at us, not the whole box, the base at us, and we had to like run, like duck out of cover because he was like at us. And it was a little bit scary. I think that was like in my first year and a half there at, at the company. <laughs> and he they just legit walked off and ran away. So like, well, all right, whatever. And then the second time, it was some weird-ass product we used to sell, which very creepily in the infomercial, you can spy on your neighbors, spy on the kids in the park. It was the sound amplifier that you would clip in your pocket and have the headphones come to your ears. It was, it, it was good in a sense where if, some of the examples fit like you're in church or you're in a meeting and you can't hear anybody in the meeting, which you need a fucking hearing aid if you ask me, or if you're in nature and you want to hear the birds going, cheep, 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 fuck me, chirp, 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 fuck me, chirp, chirp, chirp. You know what I mean? That's what birds say. Chirp, chirp means fuck me. But um, just saying, uh, he got so upset because the quality was so shit. I'm like, buddy, the product was $9.99. You get what you buy. And I tell you in the beginning that the, the product's, the product's okay, but like, if you're expecting clear, crisp sound, buy a hearing aid. But uh, they didn't seem to understand that. He got so mad and he ended up winding it up in his hand and throwing it right at me. Now, 
Luckily, this guy uh, sucks at baseball or sports in general because it didn't even make it two feet ahead of him and it flew right to the ground, which was like, really? And then he he stood there and he's like, oh, shit. And then he ran away. <laughs> Fucking pansy. Uh, yeah, that's all on my list today. I got interviews. I got a subject here about other managers, but I honestly can't remember any stories about other managers. I mean, all of their all the other managers I've ever worked with or talked with are amazing. So I only talk to the best. So if you're listening to this and you're another manager at my company, <laughs> you're the best. Um, yeah, you know what? I think that's it. I think we're gonna wrap up this scotch and talk. Another thanks to you all for listening. Uh, really uh, warms my heart when I see the views uh, go up on Anchor and on and on Spotify. And share with your friends. Tell everyone about me. Um, I'm going to start creating more content once things start getting a lot less crazy at work. So once I start getting more people hired and I start having two days off a week, I'm going to start creating more content for you all. So please bear with me as I'm going through this crazy fucking time. And... Cheers to you all. Let's have a drink. Um, I don't have another glass to clink, so just hold on. I'm going to grab the a bottle here. Cheers. Oh, God. That's... <laughs> I love it. <laughs>